Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hi. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And joining us today for this very special episode, you know him, you love him, it's one of the hosts of the Doughboys, the Burger Boy himself, Nick Weiger is here. That's me, happy to be here. Hey buddy, thanks for making time for me. Whoa, 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 whoa. We should play the uh, Burger Boy theme song. Oh, there you go. Did Mitch make that or did, well, Jeff made it, right? I made it. <laughs> yeah. Mitch had, that was very Mitch funny. would get the based on an idea by credit uh, from the WGA. <laughs> but he wrote, I mean, he wrote the lyrics too. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, but, but right? you yeah. know, this was, that was a lot of work from the shoe, uh, shoe leather from, from Dutton and, and Van Arkstalen. <laughs> and Van Arts doing the animation. Yeah. I remember oh, though yeah. the live show where he showed that. Where, where was the live show where he showed that? That was at the now shuttered UCB Sunset. That yeah, was our first ever right. Doughboys live show that was, I believe, in 2017. Might have been 2016 with our guest Fran Gillespie at, uh, you know, and we reviewed 7-Eleven for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That must have been, I think that was like episode 70 or something like that. So it was, you know, it was relatively, you, you, you all know how quickly podcast episodes stack up. So it was relatively early oh, yeah. in our run. Um, but yeah, that was a really strange thing because like a lot of people we just know, including, uh, you know, y'all were like just there. And like just came to see yes. the show, which was you reach a certain point <laughs> as from doing like sketch shows and improv shows and stand up and whatever. It's just like, how often do your friends show up to just like see you? You know what I mean? Like they're maybe there yeah, if they're yeah, doing yeah. another to show. Just enjoy you. But they're yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, we're just here to watch. I was like, this is yeah. this is strange. Well, I remember it being a good show and like a weirdly like sentimental show. And then at the end of it, <laughs> yeah, Mitch turns to the screen and says, And now I've made a video. Yes. And then the video, and he played the video, and when it ended, you you said something along the lines of like, there's no fucking way you made yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's a very funny video, but it's like pretty simple uh, animations yeah. and stuff. And it's still to be like, there's no way you did that. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, then we got Nick Weiger here. We don't have Mike Mitchell here. We got love him as we do. We got Wags. We got the Wag man. Happy to be here. What a treat. We love you. Wag man. We go, we go way back to. Uh, we were in a sketch group called the birthday boys. That's right. Weiger was in a sketch group called a kiss from daddy. We were paired up for four years ish. We would do an, uh, we would each do a new half hour every month. And the two groups were best friends and it was a magical time in our lives. It really that was, was wild a time. That was really fun. And one of those groups ended up having a TV show. 
which is pretty yes. silly something. <laughs> that's nice. Um, but that's <laughs> nice to remind us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, that was uh, my, 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 my old sketch group, a kiss from daddy. I think we've referenced it on the Doughboys podcast, uh, but it's, it's It'd be funny if you didn't for over 300 episodes. Never came up. It's possible it has not come up, but, um, but uh, you know, it was it was a did a whole bunch of people that you you know from from Randy comedy and from doing other podcasts. It was me, uh, Eva Anderson, um, Neil Campbell, uh, Paul Rust, uh, Dave Horwitz, Mookie Blakelock, um, Harris Whittles, uh, Michael Cassidy, and then uh, Harris Whittles. R.I.P. It was the nine of us. Alan McLeod, Alan McLeod as well. Yes, McLeod, McLeod. Yeah. I said I said nine of us, but only I only named seven people. So of course that was a, the the. Um, uh, that's that's the eighth one, Alan McLeod. Yeah, molasses boy himself, the eighth wonder of the world. We used to call him <laughs> <laughs> molasses boy, which is right like the funny, like the weird, funniest, weirdest sketches. Uh, and then I'm looking back on him as like I can't believe we did a sketch where it was like Alan McLeod was playing a uh, a mafia guy who was being like interrogated by the cops trying to pass a, a polygraph and the way he got through all the polygraph questions was by asking himself in his brain uh, back to the future trivia and yes. I, I was like that. that's the weirdest concept <laughs> weirdest specific yeah. too <laughs> no I think it's really relatable naturally inspired yeah. from your life <laughs> I remember one time he had a sketch where it was like he was playing. You're going to have to help me with this, but he was playing a uh, murder. She, uh, a murder. She wrote. Was that the show? That's right. Yeah. Murder. She wrote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was playing the son of the creator. So he was calling himself murder. She wrote's little son. Yeah. He did have a song yeah. and I can't remember if it was murder. She wrote's little son or murder. Little she wrote junior or something like that. But like, <laughs> like his name was murder. She wrote something. <laughs> It's just like this weird guy being, I murder, she wrote, son. Like, what the fuck is going on? Audiences eat it up. Like, what is comedy? That's insane. God bless him. Uh, fun fact about me, when I was a kid, my par- my gr- parents and grandparents would watch Murder, She Wrote, and my grandmother looked close enough to Angela Lansbury Ooh. that I thought my grandmother had a television show. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Grandma's on TV. <laughs> did you did you ever bra- broach this with her, or were you just like process it as a little kid and just keep it to yourself? No, I was like, wow, Grandma's got a TV show, and my parents were like, sorry, what? And, uh, <laughs> and then we, they parsed it out, and they laughed at me, Nick. That's great. <laughs> It's amazing when you're a kid, you would just take that to be uh, the the case. And I was just talking to uh, Dave Ferguson was showing me pictures of his son, Oliver, at Disneyland. And he was hugging all the characters. And all of us at that age were like, he was hugging Mickey Mouse and it was a cute picture. And I was like, so, so... he thinks like he doesn't know that's just a mascot. He he thinks that's like the real Mickey Mouse. And Dave's like, yeah, he like believes that's Mickey Mouse. And I was like, <laughs> Dave's son is 15, by the way. <laughs> but he's like, I, he thinks that's the real Mickey Mouse. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And then I was like, but he thinks it's a mouse. Like, yeah, right, right. Weird? even just that big mouse. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I saw this guy in a cartoon and now I'm naturally yeah. seeing him in person and he's a big mouse. Uh, yeah. He's not as flat in real life. Yeah. Who wears clothes and, and I got to hug him. Yeah. You got to hug him and he's probably going to eat some cheese later. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I'm in love with him. I have to hug him now, dad. Uh, I'm glad though that there's that that's a kid who does hug the mask 
mascot because I feel like every kid loves Mickey Mouse, loves Mickey Mouse, and then they see Mickey Mouse, and then the parents have to like push the shy child towards the mascot. Oh yeah. Well, just going from what Nick's talking about, like here's the guy you see on TV all the time, and now he's right in front of your face. I'd be like, yeah. If you saw if you saw what you thought was the real Bugs Bunny walking down the street, like I don't want to touch him <laughs> for sure. Like, <laughs> Look, I love him, but I don't want to touch him. No, I experienced that when the, I, we saw the Ninja Turtles at Disney. I don't know what they were doing there. Um, you but what? This was at this was at a time when like the rights were such that like the Ninja Turtles were there, and like there was like they had <laughs> they were signing autographs for the kids. And I was like, and how were how were the costumes? Were they like shitty or kind of OK? Because they've been to me. They looked as good as the movie. But like at oh, the time God. they were like, I'm sure they were shitty, but whatever. I, I, to <laughs> me, I was just like, oh, wow, it's it's Michelangelo and Raphael or whatever. And Leonardo, my favorite Donatello, who does machines. And my parents were like, go get their <laughs> autographs because we they were signing little autograph books. And I got too shy. I didn't do it. Yeah, of course. Oh, so. man. Oh. Yeah. Those autographs would be really worth something now. God damn. They would, yeah. I mean, those guys are stayed famous, so. I, I got a little autograph book when I went to Disney World as a kid, and uh, I still have it somewhere. And I was getting autographs. Chip and Dale, Goofy, one of my faves, the big hitters. And then there was this cop that was just kind of like chasing a robber around. There was like this little scene they were doing around people and stuff. And his name was Warren Peace, which I didn't understand at the time. And he took my, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll sign your thing. And he signed it like a couple times on a page and like did a couple pages really fast. And I was like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's wasting pages. <laughs> and like, I, you know, if I look through, there's probably maybe an eighth of the pages were used the whole trip. Yeah, those books are like 200 pages long. Yeah. I like that exact This is fine book. if Chip or Dale wants to do this, but yes, not yeah. War and Peace. I don't Dude, know you. When I went to Disney World, I was like, I want to say it, was, uh, it must have been like seven or eight or something like that. We did the breakfast with the characters. Yes. Ooh, Are you familiar with this? I've, I've been to one like, of those. It's like a lunch or like a breakfast buffet. And is they that do what the have breakfast some... club is about? Stop. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, Chip or Dale, not sure which one, Ooh. comes up to our table. He's goofing around, right? This guy in the suit grabs the syrup dispenser <laughs> and jokes of uh, pouring syrup on my head. Uh-huh. And actually pours syrup on my head. Holy shit. <laughs> That's nice. Right before a, a long, hot day at Disney World. Like doing, doing a weird prank. And again, my parents thought it was so funny. It was clearly a mistake. And he did the thing where he puts his hands over his head. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. And then they were like, it's fine. It's fine. And then we did have to go back to the hotel. And they had to, like, hose me down before we went out for the day. It's not fun. <laughs> It's not Our funny. Dork son is all sticky. But like, what an overreach to be like, I'm going to pretend to pour syrup on a kid's head. Yes. Yeah. I, it's probably it's maybe a stunt he's done before. And then he just <laughs> yeah. he just did want something went awry. You hear him, like inside the mask. He's like, who's fucking filling these things up? so much? <laughs> <laughs> They shouldn't be filled too high. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, our friend Mike Mitchell just uh, texted us. He's paranoid. He said, the four of you together, go easy on me, boys. So he knows oh, we're recording a pod. Shit. And he's self <laughs> he's worried burning. that we're going to roast him. What type of dish, what dirt could we Well, we roasted him about the idea of him making that Burger Boy video. We did already make yeah. fun of him. So yeah, that's I, guess. True. I don't think we need to step back to that. <laughs> well, yeah, so we kind of already did. <laughs> we, got our, we got it out. Yeah, fuck that guy. Hey. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't talk about me on the podcast. Don't talk about me, the protagonist of reality. We're not all obsessed with you, Mitch. <laughs> 
You guys want to get into yeah. some booze news? Oh, shit. Let's do it. Oh, hell yeah. Bip, 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 booze news. Hit it. Mezcal. <laughs> So booze news. <laughs> I'm so booze news was sent to us by Henry Johnston. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Where was that tequila thing from? That was from a live show. We that was us in uh, Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina. We, we kept singing tequila. Oh, yeah, because people would bring tequila shots up and we'd be singing that. And it was hmm. too long. We were, we were like, and then yeah. like, it takes like 40 seconds to get to the tequila part every time we did a shot. The three people you're paying to see uh, drink your booze. <laughs> we really pulled a trick on the uh, live audience there. Hey, you can bring us shots if you want. Oh, God. <laughs> cool. Um, here's the top story in booze news. Ooh. Uh, uh, guys, we've got company. We got a little competition because uh, do you watch a lot of Fox Nation? Of course. <laughs> a lot, not a lot, but uh, it's my, my main <laughs> news source. I remember it took us three days to watch the uh, Rob Schneider stand-up special. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we did subscribe. We did a free trial so we, we could watch Rob Schneider. We Schneider's subscribed stand-up. at Hanford's house and he was like, oh, do, do we have to log in on my house? How long is the special? Like an hour, a normal like length. Coming. Yeah, an hour. Wow. I forget how it ends. It ends in a really funny way. It, it He goes through all of his characters that he does in Sandler movies at one point. Of course. It, it was called like Woke Up in America. Like in that America. Yeah. Woke Up in America. Woke, yeah, uh, which boy. is true. It is too woke. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, uh, well, well, if you watch Fox Nation, there's a new show coming out. Get ready for Dan Aykroyd, Jim Belushi, John oh. Lovitz, Kevin Nealon, George Went. Hit the clip, Jeff. And a the beverages that drove the world beer, wine, spirits, tea, coffee, and soda. It is Water. the American drink. I need more than just one sip. Tell you what, this is very manly. Yeah, oh, very, very manly. Let's drink our faces. <laughs> I never take two lumps before dinner, it ruins the appetite. Yeah. <laughs> Could I give you some feedback as a bartender? You suck. <laughs> Yep, it's called uh, 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 History of the World in Six Glasses, uh, yep. which is a, a book about like uh, alcohol history. But guys, it's a bunch of comedy dudes sitting around drinking the drinks and kind of being funny while they're drinking the yeah. drinks. We're fucked. Yeah. Well, how long they're doing? How many episodes? Six drinks. Yeah, yeah. We we got seventy one hundred and seventy two episodes. So it's a numbers game. <laughs> That's in, right. In, they've got us in quality, but we got them in quantity. <laughs> when we started this podcast, I remember you guys came to my office and were like, hey, we got this idea for the podcast. And I turned around in my chair, high back chair. And I was like, OK, I'm listening. You told me I was like, OK, this is going to be a numbers game. <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you said we're comfortable with this. I said, great. Then let's well, I'm going to put my guys on this. And let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that these guys are all conservative guys? That That's the... Okay, so first off, these episodes are like an hour long, which I'm surprised by. Uh, but the other thing is like, yeah, I don't think... I Maybe Lovitz, although I, I think of right. all these guys as kind of apolitical. And I wonder if 
it's more just like, well, their demogra- they, they've just kind of done the, 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 the research of like the demographics of Fox Nation subscribers line up with right. the kind of, you know, a boomer audience for, you know, yeah, a Cheers cast guys. member and, and a couple of, of yeah. Blues Brothers. You know, I, I, I don't know. That's that's a, it's a fascinating <laughs> pairing, though, because you can see Blues this Brothers show. 2000 also. Right. Blues Brothers 2000, of course. <laughs> no, I think that was that was John Goodman. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there would have been a, a like it's because this show could it seems like unless there's there's some weird political stuff that it gets into when it's talking about like beer and and wine and uh and tea and their relation to uh, american culture i this this feels like a show that could just be on like what ms or not msnbc but like you know uh discovery channel or something Mm -hmm. right yeah right history channel maybe yeah, and but it is. Uh, I'm trying to think. The uh, love. It's you're right. Wasn't there something with Victoria Jackson? Did, she got very the, so. Victoria Jackson is in like became insanely right wing. Uh, she's like a Q person. Like, I think. Yeah, she's like a Q person. But like even pre Trump, she had gone like very right wing conspiracy theorist. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I I remember that from like the the 2012 campaign. Even Victoria Jackson was very far right by then. Mm-hmm. It's funny when you're already like a kooky groundling who talks all kooky and stuff and then, yeah, and then right. you kind of lose your mind and it's like, oh yeah, well that makes sense. Off you go. <laughs> <laughs> Off you go. Here's a mic. Well, anyway, this is our competition, so we got to make sure we beat him. And Mike, you opened for Kevin Nealon on tour, no? I did. I did. I uh, Not on tour. I did a couple shows with him, uh, sort of spaced out. But his crowd... If, if it's the crowd that would listen to this, I can see why they did not like me very much. The crowds. How can anyone not like you? <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I kept pleading to them. That's what I said. Into the mic. Not- <laughs> How can you not, How like, you not me? like me? Um, I have a, I have a, a, a friend, uh, a very funny stand-up, Dave Thomason, um, who ha- opened for, I think it will be okay with me telling this story, but opened for Andrew Dice Clay back in the day. Wow. Um, wow. And uh, D- Dave is an ex- extremely funny guy, very funny stand-up, uh, just great joke writer. Uh, but... A dice man told him beforehand, uh, you got to work clean and because dice clay's act is so dirty that he doesn't want uh, someone to go out and do dirty stuff ahead of time. But his wow. audience is all there to see like the raunchiest, nastiest jokes, you know, stuff that like, right, you're, you're, right. and so uh, he's going up <laughs> and having to do like a clean set to a bunch of like drunk 60 year olds who are there to hear like, like filthy limericks. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's an impossible sort of scenario. So yeah. yeah. What a weird request. He just wants his opener to bomb and make him look good. I guess. Yeah. It's so, it's so wild. I gotta do some. I gotta make some. Uh, do some more lyrics, limericks in my act. <laughs> <laughs> more than you already have. I feel like that's the thing where it's just like I'll do some lim- I lim- some dirty limericks. I I, had a, I mean I have a, I have a bit I've done the the monster fuck that's just like yeah, it's oh just yeah. like the Classic. dumbest. God bless you, but it's just like the dumbest, grossest. Like it's, it wasn't even like meant to be like ha ha. This is what I think is funny. It was just like hey, this is like a extremely. Uh, an excuse to do extremely filthy co- like song parody with some context and people could not love it more and I'm just like oh. yes. it's just like oh yeah, well like- and count me in with that group <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you if that's the sort of thing where if you start doing filthy limericks you just start integrating that into that act people would like love it so much and then you just yeah. be the filthy limerick guy there are certain like live comedy things that I'll remember because like the whole room was laughing I've done I've been in the room for 
Comedy Bang Bang uh, on Halloween when you've done it. And it's like, even though everyone knows the lyrics and the stuff, is this like, how many years have you done this now? Like 11? Something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. It's like, if you're in the room, people are dying laughing who had already heard it. It's the funniest thing. And why the way you do it, Weiger, is so funny because you're so pissed <laughs> off for some reason. Like, <laughs> you really relish, relish that F. Um, <laughs> fuck. What's the, what's the singer's name again? Uh, Leo, Leo Carpazzi is the character. Yeah. Carpazzi. Um, is that the real It is the real guy. Like, I, I misspelled okay. his oh, name, is? but it's a real guy. It's the actual <laughs> writer of the Monster Perfect Mash. Name. Yeah. But it's like, he's so like... He's like, oh, I'm just going to say something. And he's so angry at it. So if so, folks, go watch it if you haven't seen it. God bless you. I did, we had a special show where we did like a switch cast where the birthday boys did a kiss from daddy sketches and a kiss from daddy did birthday yeah. boys oh, sketches. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that was great. I did the monster fuck. And like, <laughs> you know, normally you do this, you maybe have your own take, but I just, I did Leo Carpazzi. I did an impression of Nick and I did that song and it fucking killed. <laughs> it was kind of like the best feeling and then the worst feeling where I walked off like, that's the best I've ever done in my life. And then I was in the green room like, oh no, that's the best I've ever done in my life. <laughs> you, were, you were great. I remember that. That's very funny. But but I, I didn't at, like, I just did it word for word exactly. And I was trying to, to be you and the audience liked it. Uh, I, th- I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. I feel like you had kind of your own spin oh. on it, whether it was intentional or Maybe not. Maybe I rocked but the house. Yeah, I think you. I think you're great. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, that sort of thing can absolutely be a a, a trap. Um, I, I I I'm fascinated by this show. I'm fascinated that it, that it's on Fox Nation. I kind of do want to watch it because if it is just a straight ahead, these guys just like you know yucking it up and not doing anything polit- anything political it would i don't know that this could actually be interesting if there's some inf- real information in this about the history of spirits yeah or or the other side of it could just be cringy enough to be like ooh this is interesting that's true too yeah oh it's going to be not fun or maybe but, it's just right down the middle but like fox nation <laughs> has to have some semi normal stuff right like they can't all be like hunter biden documentaries yeah hunter bunter <laughs> hunter bunter hunter bunter yeah Uh, This is I know we're not going to do this too much, Jeff. This is not on video, but I want to talk about Nick's uh, setup here on the video screen. (laughs) Sure. If you're familiar with the album, uh, Elliot Smith album, either or I'm going to look it up right now. The way your room is lit reminds me of that. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I I can see this. He's he's standing in front of like a a mirror or something with a bunch of squiggly lines on it. But it's a. it still has that it's same amber. Nick and Elliot are very similar in their work. I yeah, yeah for and I sure. think it's the background too. Kind of makes me think that. All right, we're not talking about visuals. This is the no, audio. No, no. Well, hold on, Nick. I, I got to ask about the keyboard behind you. You playing? You tickling them ivories? Yeah, okay, I haven't been. I haven't been. Uh, uh, you know, advertising this too much, but yes, I have been. Like, try. I've always wanted to learn how to play the piano. And so I've been kind of nice. doing some. Some. I started before <laughs> the new year. Uh, I started sort of. Nice. I, I messed around with it back in the day and I used to do I used to play woodwinds and I did some music theory um, in high school. So I, I Ooh, you should teach us. I remember some of that <laughs> stuff. Like I remember like figured bass and, um, you know, like uh, the uh, all, all the, the standard chord progressions and shit. But I, I but like a lot of it's like kind of exited my brain. But I have some piano knowledge just from that, but never really how to like p- play a piece on my own. So, yeah, that, that has been a thing I've been getting more into. That's awesome. Are you te- getting uh, lessons? 
from a person or just like looking on? No, I'm I'm not. But I, I've I've thought about it. I, I'm just like sort of watching video instruction and then like yeah. just going through books, honestly, like just doing exercises in books. Like I already I, I can't, because I you know how to do. Yeah, I know how to read music. So that's like a huge like leg up is that I, I can kind of just like read what oh. I'm supposed to do. And and a, a lot of it is just figuring out like what are how am I supposed to, um you know, position my hands and when do I tuck my thumb underneath my middle finger or whatever uh, but a lot of that <laughs> stuff just comes from practicing uh, scales and shit so yeah yeah it's fun it's fun to learn new skills damn that's, that's great cool too. Well, we're gonna at the end of this episode we're gonna have nick play hot cross buns a jazz version <laughs> <laughs> put his own elliot smith spin on him. yeah jazz it up wise dazzle us okay hey, is that yeah. it for booze news wrap it up that's it for booze news Love that sting. Anyone? Video game. Yeah, that was from that was from Punch Out. Oh, Punch Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew Nick would have it. Knew Nick would have it. That's oh, is that good. when when uh, the guy's riding the bike behind you and you're jogging? Is no, that- that's a different song. I think this is the song that plays either on victory or maybe when you win an entire circuit, like if you could advance from minor circuit to major circuit. But okay, it, yeah, that that one was just called You Win, but you might also be thinking of this one called Title Bout. Good tune. Got it. So that one's got a little more juice behind it. Man, <laughs> that that like snare that. T- 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 yeah, that's that's it's called static. it's called like pink noise or something. White noise, pink noise. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me so much of Double Dragon. Oh, sure. Oh, that like when they walk in. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys listen to white noise when you sleep? I've never done that. No, I've never gotten into it. How about you? I do it. I've been listening on Spotify. I'll play like 10 hours of box fan and, um, and it's like, uh, yeah. very soothing, but sometimes I put it too loud and I wake up in the middle of the night, like, ah, <laughs> wakes me up. my brother and sister-in-law sleep with, uh, a giant fan in the room. That's like always on high blast. I'll, I'll walk by their room to go to the bathroom. It's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Have you seen those things? That's like, it's like a white noise maker, but it's not a speaker. It's like an actual mechanical thing that is like spinning oh, inside wow. of a, yeah. So it's, it's creating like white noise, but there's something like moving inside of an orb or whatever. It's not, mm. it's not an electronic white noise. It's, it's almost like a fan. I see. Huh. Analog. Nick, are you playing Fortnite at all? No. I have played Fortnite in the past. I don't keep up with it. Do you do, do y'all play it all? Nick, I thought you were anti-Fortnite. I, I can't say I'm anti- So here's what happened is that um, uh, my, my co-hosts of, uh, of Get Played, my, my video game podcast, uh, Heather Ann Campbell and Matt Apodaca, compelled me to play Fortnite for the podcast. Yes. And I'd like think, it was like, ha-ha, we're going to trick him. into Now he's got now he's got to do it. Uh, that shows him. <laughs> and I loved it. I had a yes. lot of fun with it. It's a really fun game. It's a really impressive design. It's just like, it's not for me because I don't play games to like get Shooty competitive games. and like yeah. I'm going to try to beat everyone. I want to win this online match. Like it's just like, yeah. but as as one of those goes, it has such an amazing sense of fun and has great art direction that I really, really enjoyed my time with it. I just got a PS5 a couple, about a month ago and I'm into this Fortnite game. Mike and I have been playing Zero Build. Have you? Are, oh yeah, I played Zero Build. Yeah. Zero, yeah, Zero Build's kind of the way to go. It's the way to go. I mean, I have two nephews who are, um, you know, both uh, uh, both uh, around teenage age. Uh, one's a little younger, and they both play Fortnite pretty much every night. And when I talked to them, they were like. <laughs> 
they were like, we only play build. They didn't understand what no build was, what zero build was. And I sort of realized that it's like, oh, that's it's for older people. Because, yeah, it's, it's yeah, easier. It's easier because <laughs> if you're young, it's like, yeah, of course, you can pick up this uh, incredible like added layer to the game. But if you're yeah. if you're older, it's just it's and just they're like much. Minecraft generation that I missed that 100 percent. Yeah, they grew up grew up playing that on iPads. Uh, l- wait, let me ask you this while we're, ta- we're on this Fortnite tangent. Which which skins do you play with? I just have the Christmas tree. <laughs> that's fun. I got it around Christmas tree, whatever the new season is. Yeah. And that's the one I got. I'm doing Ninja Turtles, Darth Vader, Wolverine, the brat. The brat's one of the fun, like Fortnite skins. That like he's, a hot, he's like a big hot dog. Yeah. Do you? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh like so like the brat, the brat. The brat. So it's like kind of a. The, yeah, yeah. Words, that's the, fun. The brat. I thought you were talking about dub brat. That's what I thought, too, which would not be the implausible brat. if DeBrat was in yeah, Fortnite. because there's the weekends. You got Ariana Grande in there? What are you really? doing? What are you rocking, Wags? Uh, so I, I haven't played for a long time. The last time I played, though, I had uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, oh, the uh, yeah. NBA MVP. The Greek freak. The Greek, the Greek freak, freak. That's right. Name checked in our uh, Smashing the Plates song. That's right. Wow. <laughs> I remember that was funny when we when that song came out and I think Neil Campbell or maybe Ferguson uh, 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 texted the three of us was like, you guys don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> we did a live show in Milwaukee. Uh, we've done a few live shows in Milwaukee. And I, I, I assume you all uh, have you all play, done, played Milwaukee? We know we not. were going to uh, wait. We, we great crowds there. Um, but we I, I was like, OK, we're in Milwaukee. Mitch. Uh, has sometimes is has trouble like pronouncing words. So I was like, I'm I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put I'm gonna write Giannis's name out and make him say Giannis's name in front of a uh, a, a Milwaukee <laughs> crowd. And we're gonna like, this will be fun. And um, I go and he looks over at my laptop before I get to the bit and he says, Why do you have Giannis and Kumpo's name written out? And I said, Like, wait, so you just nailed that? Like, you know. <laughs> Well, you're a fucking buffoon. He's probably yelling. Yeah, he's yelling about this guy all the time to his Boston friends. Of course. Yeah, yeah. This this fucking guy. Right, because the Celtics are good, too, so they're probably playing a lot. Yeah. Are they in the same division or... They're they're in the same... They're both in the Eastern Conference, so yeah, they are are rivals. Nice. Dang. You gotta love that. Well, with booze news shrinking into the rear view, (laughs) we turn our attention now to the drink of the day, Weiger. I love it. And as we get toward that drink of the day, let's see. Let's, let's yeah, see it's not this here yet. It's coming towards us. <laughs> yeah, it's on the horizon. <laughs> in the rear view, we got booze who's and on the horizons. We're in this kind of weird little zone here. If you really squint, you can see the drink of the day. This is our dry January episode. We're recording at the very end of January. It's going to drop in <laughs> right February. at the buzzer. Um, but um, we wanted Weiger on because we were like, that's a, that's a guy that we know who has gone through some... Uh, Heavy shit. Uh, non-drinking period. <laughs> <But the> guy- <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> the guy's drinking a liquid death right now. That's so right. So this is a guy that we, we know historically he's gone through some non-drinking. But then I also remember uh, Weiger. I remember one time really early days at the birthday boy's house where we were all talking about how many beers do you think you drank in your life? And you said, I probably had 5,000 beers in my life. So that means... I know that you're not a non-drinker overall. At one yeah. point in your life, you drank uh, five thousand beers, and you're currently doing a gin dry January. What's your whole What's your whole relationship to alcohol? Yeah, I mean, it, it is like a, I and I imagine anyone who drinks regularly kind of has this like sort of love hate sort of thing with. Just booze. trying to get into this mindset, Nick. It, just yeah. trying to imagine this type of person. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetical, but like like there's times when it's just like. 
I, I really do it like I am. I'm, I'm like, this is like the most fun or like I use this to relax or come down at the end of a stressful day. And it, it kind of feels like, oh, this is like a thing I look forward to and a thing I enjoy. And then there are other times that I'm just like, I am regularly overindulging or I'm using this to uh, avoid dealing with what's really troubling me in my life. Or I've just mm. habituated myself to like drinking a full bottle of wine every night or for a time yeah. earlier in my life when I when I had talked about drinking 5000 beers, um, it was like a much sadder version of Wilt Chamberlain's uh, brag in his memoir. <laughs> Um, I, I I was regularly he drank six thousand beers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I slept with ten thousand beers. <laughs> I had a no. I had a stretch where I was like, I, I've talked about this on Doughboys, but like you know, I was really depressed and I was working this shitty job and uh, uh, testing video games and answering, oh, answering yeah. customer support, uh, answering phone calls from angry parents. And at the end of my shift, I would go to Seven Eleven and I would get a a forty ounce of Mickey's uh, fine malt liquor and I drink wow. that like every night to the Yum. point where the guy working there started calling me Mickey Man. He'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> Mickey Man." <laughs> And then that went on for long enough where he's calling me Mickey Man. And he's all he started adding, Hey, Mickey Man, hey, be careful. All right, you're a young guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, shit. Okay. I gotta stop doing this. But I, I was like, wait, That wait, was wait, I, hold on. In the same era, weren't you also starting the day with a Snickers bar breakfast? Yes, yeah, so like that was also the, just every part of my life was was not working for me. Like, because <laughs> I was also, yeah, my breakfast would be a um, vending machine Snickers bar. Uh, a vending machine, uh, Mountain Dew Code Red, and a vending machine Black Coffee. I'd have I'd wow. have that at the start of my shift. A vending machine coffee. That's I think the weirdest one of the group. It was real nasty. It was real nasty break oh. room shit. Uh, so, but so okay. So I've had that. I've also had eras where I was just like I was regularly drinking like just like beer every night. You know. Um, Right now, what I've been doing in recent years, I, I think everything was actually probably going pretty well until the pandemic. And then the mm-hmm. pandemic, my drinking got just like terrible uh, to the point where I just was like, I might have to quit forever. Um, but what I what I've ended up doing is finding ways to mitigate that, just finding sort of. You know, just just a a lot of it for me is is just like habituating myself in different ways, uh, finding things like, you know, I end my day with a cup of tea as opposed to, um, you know, a glass of wine, things like that. But the dry months have also helped me. I've done dry January has been I've done this, I think, three years in a row now. Um, And, uh, you know, I also did sober October in 2023. I like kind of having these these sort of things because it's very the days start taking off very quickly and you pretty uh, like easily accustom yourself or at least i do i I can't i can't speak for everybody i pretty easily accustom myself to like oh wait yeah i can get by without this and i notice things like how much better my sleep is which is the main thing the sleep the sleep sleep is huge i've I've had so many bad nights of sleep and and i know i'm rambling here but um one more one more thing i'll say ticking away the time (laughs) 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 the 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 in 2022 yeah two years ago i did i did dry january and then i just was like well, I'll just keep this going. And I just kind of kept going. And I, ended, I extended it for February. I was like, oh, let's keep going. And I ended up doing six months with no alcohol. Wow. And it was nice. finally January. It was finally July uh, 4th weekend. And Natalie and I, my, my my lovely wife, had a planned vacation in Vegas. And we were there. And it was like night two. And we were at like a nice steakhouse for dinner. And I was like, she have a wine. She's like, eh, you can have a wine if you want. And uh, not, not, not persuading me one way or the other. And I was like, all right, sure. And I had a, a glass of wine. And let me tell you, that sip of wine 
was the best thing I ever drank in my life. This is so good. I love this. I never want to not be doing this. It was crazy how immediately I was like, every reason I had to stop just went out the window. And I was like, this is the best. Sleep. Yeah, yeah. This is the best. Oh, man. It's so funny to be like, I would rather be in a different state than I am naturally. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's a lot of people. Remember when we, we were in Vegas together for, for, uh, like on a comedy bang bang writers trip uh, uh, oh yeah and Nick you were on that trip right no I wasn't there for that no is this somebody's bachelor party well, we re- we ate at Carnivino, like a steakhouse with, with oh, yeah. we had wine stuff. But then, Mike, remember you were you were always doing an impression of the yeah, yeah. the guy was like, "Can I carve your steak, sir?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a, a big, uh, rich, big, rich rest- restaurant for me. <laughs> big rich restaurant. May I carve your steak? <laughs> May I? Put some of your steak in my mouth. <laughs> May I chew the steak? <laughs> um, okay, so those are the liquids that that uh, you drink now. Wager, the one in previous uh, dry Januarys, we did an episode about Odules, and then we've done a Shirley Temple, and then this time we wanted to pick another big classic that everybody knows. It is a non-alcoholic beverage, uh, and it is called the Arnold Palmer. You've had. Oh, yes. that's right. I've had. Yeah, I, I I love I love Arnold Palmer's. I think that that's like if I'm going to get something, honestly, rather have it than like a soda or a sweet tea in in most sort of restaurant scenarios. Mm. Mm. Uh, there's certain contexts where I'd like I want a fountain soda like at a movie or something like this. But like, yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, I love an Arnold Palmer. And also, as I've gotten less into sweet, less of a sweet tooth as I've gotten older, like it's just sort of like, you know, the the. The amount of bitterness you're getting from the tea really, really cuts the lemonade in a way. Whereas I, I don't know if I could drink a full lemonade anymore. Yeah. No way. Full yeah. strength lemonade. Yeah. Feels like, it feels like drinking a full Coke or something. For like sure. That. <laughs> yeah. Just ordering a lemonade would be a weird thing as an adult. But um, so wait, was there, I recall on Doughboys, wasn't there a thing where where you didn't like the, uh, like you make your Arnold Palmer in a, sp- a specific way? You got your own ratio that you like? Yes. Okay. So. This is I, I the, the Arnold Palmer exists. I have claimed to be the inventor of the Nick Weiger, which to me is like the perfected <laughs> Arnold Palmer. How about the Arnold Weiger? Arnold Weiger is pretty good. That's not yeah. Go ahead. But it's um, just not that. <laughs> that's very good of you, Weiger. It's but. not what the thing he likes to do. <laughs> uh, the so the the but but here's the thing. There is some controversy here that because the Arnold Palmer I always knew was 50-50. Right. In fact, I've even seen it called a 50-50 on some menus. Right. When I worked at a <clears throat> a golf course uh, snack bar, it was like mm-hmm. the, the middle of the golf course. It, we sold 50-50s and not. Arnold Palmer's. I mean, people would ask for Arnold right. Palmer, but it was on the menu as 50-50. Yeah. That movie 50-50 is about an Arnold Palmer, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's Arnold Palmer's in that movie. I think every... Yeah. So I've been like, I like it more like two-thirds tea and one-third lemonade. I think that yeah. ratio is better. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of people, and I think this is the case with the recipe we're going to be discussing have said that the original Arnold Palmer recipe is that and that it's been corrupted over time. Uh, My argument is that linguistics is descriptive, not prescriptive. Uh, words mean what they mean, not what we intend them to mean. So <laughs> yeah, Arnold Palmer has come, <laughs> has come to mean a 50-50 iced tea lemonade, then, then we need something else to take the place of a two-third, one-third iced tea lemonade ratio. And that to me is the Nick Weiger or the uh, the Nick Palmer, if you will. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> I like that. We Amazing. will. <laughs> we must. Um, well, let me give you a little history on the Arnold Palmer. Now that we know where the Nick Weiger comes from, the uh, <laughs> Arnold Palmer. Here's the thing. He uh, he's from uh, Latrobe, Pennsylvania. And one day after golfing, he got home and his wife always made iced tea. And he said, honey, I got an idea. Give me some of that iced tea you make, but this time top it with a splash of lemonade. And she did it and he loved it. So then that became his drink. And then he would always order it at restaurants. And yeah, he, he would say an iced tea and then sweeten it with lemonade. And, um, then one day he was in Palm Springs and he was there to like open a golf course or something. And he ate at a restaurant and he ordered his iced tea and lemonade the way he always does. And then a lady saw him drinking that and said to the waitress, Hey, I'll have an Arnold Palmer. And then everyone started ordering him. So booze, the name sticks, it spreads all over the place. And then this drink, I got the recipe from webarchive.org. Perfect. That says homepage. (laughs) This is written weird. (laughs) Very weird. Uh, Palmer's own recipe is mostly iced tea plus a healthy splash of lemonade. Add ice cubes into a glass and use the lemonade as a sweetener for the tea. That's how Palmer himself does it. He does not mix half and half. He keeps the tea as the dominant part of the drink. About 70... 5% 5% tea, at least two thirds tea. That's what I, there's a 30 for 30 short specifically yes, about this, this drink. <sighs> and, and he always, he never he's, he's like very forgiving about whether it's a quarter or a third. He's like about a third, 30%, but a third, but you know, it could be a quarter. So we're talking, we're talking. <laughs> he's he's like, for. it's fucking lemonade. Nice tea, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about golf. <laughs> you would think you would just pick, pick one or the other. It's funny to be yeah, like yeah. about a third, but it, it could be a quarter, but it's okay. That'd be funny to find out. Like, I don't know anything about Arnold Palmer, but that he's, you know, a, a big golf guy. If like his attitude, his like personality was that like very wishy-washy and didn't like he played golf great. But in his real life, he's like, I, I don't know. We could, I could have this or yeah. that. <laughs> and just like some fella. Uh, the, I watched that 30 for 30 and it's, it's like a short. It's not a full length thing, but I um, did not care for it because there's like some art. Apart, but I was like, I wanted like some actual history of this beverage. And so much of it is like Will Arnett, like doing a bit Do, uh, doing comedy. Yeah, he like it it's like Will Arnett. Comedy. Like makes one, but it's like all him just like you know mugging to the camera and stuff, and I'm just like I dumb didn't sign up for this. You don't go to thirty for thirty for to see comedy. Take that shit to Smartless. Yeah, I love it over there. Well, let's let's get let's have make a decision together, a quorum. Should we? Because this same article said, and then the fifty fifty split is has become the more popular. Uh, accepted Palmer. So guys, do we want to do Arnold Palmer's original, AKA the Nick Weiger recipe and see what that's like. And then maybe in round two, we experiment with, with the 50, 50, or do we start with the big popular 50, 50 and the tweak from there? Hmm. I think since we have Weiger on, we do the Weiger Palmer. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. great. That way we're drinking a drink. We like, that's what I want to drink. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love it. All right, folks, we're going to go make these drinks. And when we come back, for sips. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And we're back! Arnold Palmer slash Nick Weigers in hand. Ooh, big yes. boys. Wow. Ooh, Jeff's got a little lime or lemon on it. Very yeah, nice. Lemon wheel. Wheel. I should have gotten a garnish. That's where I dropped the ball. I was feeling proud of myself, but I didn't get a garnish. I was looking for mint today. I was looking for mm. mint. Well, Nick, you got ice, didn't you? I did get ice. Hey, bought a bag. I was stunned to hear you were like, hey, do I need ice? I don't I don't keep ice around the house. We're, we've become an ice-free household. Is, wow. is it like an environmentalist thing? No, it's a combination of just a lack of freezer space and that also like neither of us really likes ice all that much. So you're like heat miser. I wouldn't go that far. I, I like it like a chilled drink, but I don't need it. I don't need like ice cold. Damn. Yeah. I want to I want to frame this question somewhat delicately, but is there <laughs> is the lack of uh, freezer space due to anything severed? <laughs> I, I know you uh, keep sort of an odd uh, social, uh, personal life. <laughs> right. No, Mike. Oh, okay. 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 So there's no nothing, no, no dead bodies in that freezer. <laughs> um, did you guys expect your drinks? To, uh, we all they mixed together right away. I was hoping we're, we'd have some two tone effects here, but yeah, it plopped right in. No, it, yeah, it really kind of just naturally melded together. I did some stirring, but... They want to be together. That's the thing. That's yeah, a great yeah. point. They belong together. We all <laughs> used unsweetened tea, correct? That's correct. Correct. 
No, I had sweet tea. I snuck a little honey. I I'll, well, let's get into it. Let's do sips first, then we'll talk. Okay. Oh baby! Damn! Ooh! Wow! Damn! That is really in the spot. That is that is really really refreshing. That's a good drink. Yeah. That, God that damn! It's a drink that I I forget about, and I need to order it more when I go. Isn't that a line in The Sopranos? I swear somebody orders an, an Arnold Palmer and then somebody maybe Paulie is like, it never occurs to me to order those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like Paulie. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, this is this is great. Uh, what what uh, I did use sweet tea. I had this gold peak. Uh, gold peak tea. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at it I'm sorry. <laughs> Made with cane sugar. Gold peak, everybody. <laughs> I used what's that popular tea brand like gold uh, uh, leaf green leaf or whatever the unsweetened. Oh one. yeah, pure, there's pure leaf and then pure leaf. Pure leaf, I think, is one of the maybe that's a, but there is gold. What's the one you got, Hanford? Gold Peak, P E A K. Ah, Cold Peak. Yeah, I, I think they sometimes that. get conflated. Yeah, that's because yes. I, I thought I was getting the one you were talking about, Tim. And then Santa Cruz, I went. I, I get the organic uh, lemonade Ooh. on this one. I went. Wait a minute. That's that's just juice, or is that lemonade? Limeade? What is that? What uh, it's lemon juice. Oh, this is this is fucking limeade. God damn it, Mike! <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you fucked up a two ingredient drink. You're so confident. Like I get this lemonade. <laughs> the fuck is this limeade doing in my hand? <laughs> You're the victim here. Yeah. Damn. Well, I was I was trying to in 2024. Uh, <laughs> not have this persona on the podcast where I'm a dunderhead, someone who cannot remember to do things correctly. And here we are. I'm going to take a sip, though, because I've never had lemonade. Um, I got the same. I did get lemonade, but I got the same organic lemonade brand, Santa Cruz. Oh, Santa Cruz. I got the Santa Cruz organic lemon juice, and I had to make my own lemonade this morning with simple Whoa. syrup and water. Wow. Jesus. I'll tell you what, I brewed up some Lipton Black also. That's that's the, that's in this little tea jug. Look at that. I love that. I will I will say for a simple drink, I fucked I bought the wrong thing and then you would have made like this we've we've taken gone off the uh, rails of it. It's a very simple drink to make. Uh, one thing I will say, I just had a, a swig of this lemonade brand, which I'm not familiar with. I, I don't normally get this, but this is what Sprouts, my grocery store, had. It's not as sweet as some other lemonades. Um, yeah. Maybe it's because it's 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 or maybe just feels that way because it's it's with a uh, made with cane sugar instead of corn syrup. But it's it's like I, I think that actually helps this this construction of the Arnold Palmer that it's not mm. like an overly sweetened. Yeah. Lemonade, like like a minute made uh, would be bad, like that type of yeah, like a country time for sure. Mm -hmm. Same same principle, yeah. What about a Paul Newman? I think a Newman's own could absolutely Newman's hit. own, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That could be a different drink. Paul, uh, Arnold Palmer could be a Paul or Newman. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I have this other thing, and I might not crack it open because maybe I'll just save it. But I, I wanted to have it for the pod because I was drinking Liquid Death, uh, you know, just just regular oh. sparkling earlier. But I have the I do I'm a fan of the Liquid Death Armless Palmer. Oh, I oh. saw that today at Target Wags, which is being rebranded because they got they there was a fear of litigation, so it's being rebranded as the Liquid Death Dead Billionaire. Um, but this one <laughs> is a uh, which I don't I also don't like. He was was Arnold Palmer a billionaire? He wasn't, right? I don't. I think don't so. think so. Billion. 
Yeah. They should call it the dead golfer. There you go. Like I get it, but I don't get it. You know, because yeah. it's kind of like, haha, dead billionaire. That's funny, but it's also like, but that's not connected to what the drink was. That was probably also like a protective thing to be like. Well, he wasn't a billionaire, so we're not talking about him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, all that is said. The the branding aside, I, I th- do think this drink is really is a really good execution of the Arnold Palmer, and it's one with only thirty calories, Ooh, uh, which I like. And if you get, but if you sometimes get like that that big boy Arizona yeah. iced tea, that's a prefab one. Um, the light can be okay, but the heavy is like so caloric that I can't have that regularly. And that's got the man's name and signature on it. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. Oh, that's, I'm sure that's what it was. Guys, I got one of those cans in my very fridge. The light one. I'm going to, I'm going to crack it in a few minutes. Crack my it. mom, my mom it's every fun. once in a while would bring back one of those big like yeah. gallon jugs of that stuff. Yeah. But back from the grocery store, I was like, this is great. We got, we can drink this all week. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> one I, I, you know, sometimes the pre-made ones. <laughs> don't really work but with this drink maybe because it's just so simple or maybe because the yeah. two chemically the two things mix so naturally it, it does work well if it's a candor bottle oh it's good it's good it's a great drink how perfect is it that the the boozy version of this drink with vodka in it they call it the john daly john daly yeah, very clever and that's it's perfect yeah it's like another golfer and he i didn't i mean i knew he was like a drinker but well, that's he funny. specifically he would drink a bottle of vodka every day Whew, intense and, and golf. So that's funny. I was going to ask, like, if you were to add liquor to this, what would it be? And vodka seems like the go-to. Well, yeah. there's also, you know, Seagram's makes that, like, sweet tea vodka. Right, so lots right, of people right. will do that with lemonade. That's a very, like, 2005 yeah. <laughs> little echo in my brain. Right. I remember they served that at Birds. Would, right. would uh, like, um, I was thinking whiskey. gin. Gin, I would think, too, would go well in this. But, oh. like, whiskey might with, like, uh, kind of a whiskey sourish type of thing. Huh? That, yeah. That's what I was thinking because the tea, it kind of – and maybe, maybe just because they're both brown. Uh, maybe – but I was, like, thinking, like, a bourbon or something or, like, a rye yeah. could work in there. Mm-hmm. I, if, if I did that, I would probably do a straight half and half with this and then add the bourbon. Oh, that's know, so smart. So give a little more sweetness to it. Smart. Damn. Limeade. But I don't ever get I don't ever get the boozy Arnold Palmer. I don't ever get the John Daly because for me, mixing caffeine and alcohol makes me feel insane. Like I just oh, can't, sure I can't do that. It's it's uh, it's disorienting. No mm. espresso martinis. No, I can't do it. No four oh, loco. No four loco. I'm crazy no. for them. <laughs> It'd be funny if we mentioned one. You're like, oh yeah, I drink those all the time. <laughs> no sidewalk yeah. slammer. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, lots of four loco. <laughs> yes, that's the one I do drink a lot. That's the exception I'll make. Yes, Even during dry January, <laughs> it's tough to turn down a cold four loco. Yeah, I'm still pounding those yeah. every day. I'm gonna stop my four loco habit. <laughs> Wake up to a four loco. I like that. <laughs> well, if you had to change anything about this drink, would it be? Um, hmm. I think it's a perfect drink. I, uh, I in round two, I'm just going to uh, drink my can of pre-made Arnold Palmer light. Nice. I think I would do, uh, I wouldn't change anything, but it would just d- uh, depend on the ingredients. Like if I got a uh, less, you know. You know, or if you bought the correct uh, ingredient. <laughs> well, I brought the correct. Let's assume <laughs> I bought the correct. <laughs> Let's assume I've had this drink before. <laughs> I used to make him at that golf course all the time I was talking about. Anyway, it, it just depends on like the sweetness levels of whatever liquid you get. So like if I got a, you know, I, I would do this recipe again for something like the, uh, 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 if I got a Minute Maid or something. Sure. You would tailor based on the brands. 
but if just with these ingredients, I would probably go more lemonade with these in- ingredients. Of course, I have limeade, and that's going to throw things off. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> well, question for you guys. Would mm-hmm. it, is it against the spirit of our dry January episode if I do add a little liquor for round two? It's against it. the spirit for sure, but I think you're fine. January. Yes. I'm going to try that gin. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love it. Ounce and a half of gin. This is so good. I'm, I'm just going to make another one of these. All right. Straight up. Folks, you go ahead and listen to the ads and grab your wallet because uh, it's going to be a couple minutes and we'll come back here with round two after this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back with round two of the Arnold Palmer. Wow. Mm. Whoa. Opening up my huge Arizona. Ooh, it's good with gin, folks. Good Love with that. Oh, gin. yeah? Love yeah. that. How much would you put in a shot? Shot. Is that just like a nice shot glass? Yeah. Uh, I did something I've never done before, and this might even qualify as unprecedented. Uh, I inverted the ratios. Oh, my God. This is great podcasting. Okay, you're you're absolutely mad to do it, but I, I, I may be the mad lad. Um, but I did two thirds <laughs> lemonade and one third iced tea. The iced tea brand, by the way, I'm using is Tejava unsweetened. Ooh! So we'll uh, see what this is like. I tell you what, it's not bad. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, you got that not so sweet lemonade. That's perfect. Yeah, I think that might be it. No, this is this is this is hitting for me. Seems like any ratio is pretty good. It doesn't really fucking matter. <laughs> I think it's the thing. It's two good drinks and they mix together well. So yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. you guys feel that earthquake? Timmy, did you feel that earthquake? Is Whoa. that just me? I heard something creak. Damn. I am now feeling something, but I don't know if it's if it's psychosomatic because you mentioned earthquake. Weird. Mm, I, I, well, that's that's interesting. Well, it's maybe the center was Los Feliz and then it reverberated out to Santa Monica. Mm, yeah, I think so. Jeff, check your check your seismic readout. Huh? <laughs> Don't you have a seismic readout machine? <laughs> the hell I got you that gift certificate over the science store. What did you buy? My monitor and speakers are on like kind of tall stands, so they were wobbling like crazy. I think that wow. was... Wow. I think it might have been a little quake. Damn. This drink is making me think... It's one of those drinks you take a big sip of it and you say, I didn't realize it was this thirsty. Yeah, when it hits your lips. That's that's the big problem because I know this has a little bit of caffeine and I'm I'm very sensitive to caffeine after oh, uh, yeah. in the afternoon, so I'm worried about just chugging this bad boy, but it is delicious. Guys, 42 seconds ago, a 4.5 magnitude earthquake occurred in 
San Bernardino, California. Wow. Wow. Wait. Dang. That's- there, there was just like six murders in San Bernardino today. That's fucking crazy. Jeez. Murdered by an earthquake? Yeah, I think so. Yikes. Um, my canned thing is good, but it's a little on the sweet side for me because it is a half and a half. So I liked, I was more into my uh, less sweet version, but still poured it on the rocks and it's a delicious drink. There's, I, I, I am in the mood sometimes for those, like the, the fakey Arnold Palmer, Arizona iced tea one or the, or like any, any, like when I'm in the mood for a soda, it's like the same thing. For sure. Yeah. Like you just want that like shitty sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried it? This was the thing I was thinking about doing, but I didn't, I, I like, I was, I, I couldn't, couldn't get a good sparkling lemonade, but if you tried this with a little bit of effervescence, cause I could, I could see this maybe working uh, with a little sparkle. And I feel ooh. like sometimes you get the canned ones and they are a little sparkly. We've done mm. a couple of cocktails with like the sparkling lemonade. What, what yeah. were they? I mean, like there's Tom Collins kind of sort of. Yeah. There I was one. don't like the sparkling stuff other than like seltzer water or something like that. But wasn't there like a Wimbledon drink that had like or there was like a tennis drink yeah. that had that had car- mm. uh, European lemonade, which has f- bubbles. Okay. You could also do it with brisk iced tea. Ooh. Ooh. Nothing's over. That's brisk, baby. That's brisk, baby. <laughs> Give me some drink. Uh, the, a Pim's cup. That's what the drink is. Oh, yeah. We've done oh, Pim's. Pim's. Is that oh th- that has the lemonade in it? That's what it says. Ah, that's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember what I would have gotten for that though. <laughs> what wrong ingredient you would have gotten instead of lemonade? Uh, <laughs> don't start that in 2024. <laughs> I think that the IBA said that you can use ginger ale or sparkling sparkling lemonade uh, or like so. Sprite or something. Got it. Yep. 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 All right. That's good. You know that this is reminding me of I I the the for the citrus soda area i think maybe my favorite overall cocktail is something we've talked about with you on on doughboys uh handman is a paloma i love a paloma these guys are more paloma guys than i am but yeah Yeah. grapefruit soda love it it's a good lime and tequila that's good yeah actually that's one that i do make around the house a lot me too those little those little q what are they uh q mixers they got a nice oh oh, yes, yes, yes 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 they got a nice little tiny Grapefruit soda. I got the Mexican squirts in my fridge. Now, this isn't a fork rating scenario, Weiger. We, we're not going to put you through that. But okay, you, do, you do have to state on the record if you would order this again. Is it, is it an order again? Yeah, 100%. I'd order this tomorrow. <laughs> I, I like Damn. either execution I wow. had. No hesitation. I love this drink. It's great. It's, it's probably... It's it's you know I, I, black coffee is probably my favorite non water regular everyday drink but mm. like taste is, wise well I just I just have black coffee every day so yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. I'm so it's it's just like a statistically thing I, it's your favorite I guess so yeah but I, I feel like it's a thing I couldn't live without but like my favorite cold drink is this this is mm-hmm. what I, for a non alcoholic drink one hundred percent yeah this tough to beat that's an order again for me I too. love it yeah you know what's so funny I never thought of this drink as a you know, something like non-alcoholic beer or the Shirley Temple or Roy Rogers or whatever. But yeah, this is this makes so much sense as like a kind of a uh, cocktail-y drink you can be hanging out with people. Well, it's something that needs to be made. It's not something that's right. coming straight out of the gun or straight out of the bottle. There needs to be a right. bartender to make it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I think it's, the reason it's not more ubiquitous is that bars bars don't really have tea, do they? 
that I think that's right. part of the thing. So it's so much it's it's so often contextual. Like if you're getting brunch or something like this, you can absolutely whip this up. And I think if you're not drinking in a, a great brunch brunch option, sure. But yeah, at, at night okay. at a bar, it might not be available. But you're not getting this at Ye Rustic Inn, are you? Yeah, for sure. No. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. You know, a little cave. We got iced tea and a can <laughs> in the back somewhere. Um, Mike, you are in order again. I, I am definitely in order again, and of course, this is now more me an ordering. More in general, I need to do. Yeah. I just need to order more in general. I'll go to a restaurant and just sit there and not the waiter will be like, and for you, and I won't say anything. <laughs> 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 and then he'll go, everyone will get their food. I'm like, oh, I didn't get anything. Jeez. I'm like, sorry, I blanked. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell <laughs> you. I blanked. Uh, do you have any, what type of breads do you have? <laughs> now, this is an order again for me, and and much like that that soprano scene, I'm going to remember to order it a lot because I love it. Um, but it was just reminding me, um, you guys, we, we we were talking about uh, uh, Arnold Palmer plays golf, right? You got you guys know the sport, yes? Golf, yeah. We mentioned that. We mentioned, that. yeah, yeah, golf. Okay, well, you all know golf, the sport, but are you familiar <laughs> yeah. with the golf quiz? What? what? <laughs> Yes, that's right. I've got some skill testing trivia questions about Damn, the sport wow. golf. And you three are going head to head to see who is the golf king of the pod. Some might say wow. head three head on head this one. Two head, two head. But I think head three head is correct. No, okay. actually, head, head three head. My bad. You guys are going <laughs> head three head. <laughs> yeah, like I was saying earlier about how he likes, uh, you know, words have to mean what they mean. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, head three head is kind of where we're at. <laughs> I'm that. <laughs> I'm kind of a five head with my hairline these days. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, it worked for Vince Vaughn. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, you know who you look like, Weiger? I meant I meant to say this to you earlier in the football season. Did that work for him? <laughs> <laughs> he's doing better than ever. I don't know. He's a big celebrity. He did he's a, anyway. Weiger, you did you watch uh, Josh Allen play football earlier in this season when he had longer hair? Okay, I, so yeah, I think you told me this. And did I tell you this? I, I think so. That that there was some 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 passing I think resemblance. He, I think he looked like it. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. He looks like a good-looking dude. I'll, He's I'll a take good it. Dude, and he can run. He's a gorgeous man. Weiger, I think you look like Jacob Elordi. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I okay. That. I love it. But you kind of remind me of the bathtub scene somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Your behavior. I don't know why. It just when I think of that. Like you, I think of a kind of a squirrely Englishman sucking cum out of a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> sucking cum. <laughs> I don't know. It's just how I okay. think of it. Nasty. Did you see? Uh, did you see Priscilla? He's Elvis in Priscilla. Ooh, no, I didn't see that. But no, I want to. Uh, I I loved it. Sort of. It's a, that's that's a, I think in my top five of the year. I, I really. Think it, but it's I I think it's great. I think it's. I, but also I'm like a huge Elvis fan, so it's uh -huh. like very much for me. But I think it's just such a great like character study. Um, but he's like in it, but he's like it's like a supporting role because it's mostly about Priscilla and mostly right, about right. his isolation. But he he's just so Elvisy in it. It's the it's the best. Dang. It's so funny to have like because I didn't hear much about that movie, but to have a huge Elvis movie come out last year and then one come out this year is like, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. We like the other one better. It's With the new hot boy of the year. Well, it does seem like they came out in the right order, though. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were a big Elvis guy. Weiger, that, I, I do. I, I love Elvis. I, I, and um, 
I, I did love Baz Luhrmann's El- Elvis movie as well. I thought that was that was terrific. I, I think that this is this is this one I really liked. I get why it was not as successful and heralded because that one is like a this celebration of this tortured guy. And um, this one is very much like, well, he was kind of a psychopathic monster who groomed a 14 year old. Um, and also there's none of his music in this. So like it's like it's not like a fun watch, but it's really well done. So so who wait, who played the who played Priscilla? Uh, the the actor I'm having trouble remembering her name. She is great. Let me let me look up the IMDb. Yeah. So when you say um, there's no Elvis music, like he opens his mouth to sing and it's just silence. <laughs> uh, Kaylee Spaney is the actress. Uh, maybe Spaney. I don't know how you say that, but like the she she is great. And um, he no that they, like there's just like not really him performing. It's like he's just like he already is this huge star. She knows who he is when she meets him. Yeah. Um, and he has this whole like array of handlers that basically facilitate um her being introduced to his life and uh her parents being like placated and and wooed and it's but it's largely just like does not take place on stage at all it's just like kind of like there's stuff of him like listening to other people's music and um like playing some informally but he's like doing cover songs Ah, yeah. Damn. Interesting. Uh, there's this there's this one scene where with Jacob Alardi and, and uh, uh, Nelly uh, and I keep quoting it to each other as a thing she pointed out. But it's like uh, he's he's because it's, it's just showing him like what it's like to live with somebody who's so controlling and has these fits of anger. Uh, but this point where he's like, get the hell out of here, Priscilla. And then she leaves and he goes like, no, baby, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like within like four seconds of screen time. It's so great. <laughs> no, baby, don't go. <laughs> now wait hold on you so we've all heard of elvis and we've all heard yes. of golf but have you heard yeah. of the golf quiz yes that's wow. Wow. Okay. no okay so i'm keeping track here you don't have to buzz in you just blurt out your answer and uh winner takes all okay here we go question number one a hobby doobie this guy is the bad guy character happy gilmore Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Yes, Shooter McGavin. Jeff gets it. <laughs> Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Very good. Michael Walker's got his hand in his face. He's not, he doesn't take this seriously. I loved it. <laughs> what a mess. Okay. <clears throat> what a mess. <laughs> Jeff, you're pulling away. Jeff is, is really pulling away with this. Yeah. <laughs> Later, suckers. Are you writing this down? Because this is going to be difficult now with three people. I got it. I got it. I got it. Four, including the quiz master. Mike, trust the quiz master. Here on the golf quiz. I haven't (laughs) yet. You've heard of the golf quiz, right? I've heard of the golf coast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The golf coast? Yeah. Okay, here we go. (laughs) It's not the one you're thinking of, Tim. (laughs) Question number two. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Microphone check one, two. This rapper owns a clothing line called Golf. Tyler, the creator. Damn, I, it was on the tip of my tongue. Jefferson is pulling away. Wow, I never would have known that. I wanted to say Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> I would have guessed Drake. <laughs> I don't have no idea. I've never heard of this. Drake Sweatshirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's still a chance for you guys to catch Jeff, even though he's pulling away with two. How many questions are on this quiz? <laughs> this is about 400 questions. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, Question three. Huh. Her last name may be a golf term. (laughs) Yes, this is true. But she's also in Maestro. Sally Sandtrap. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is in Maestro? 
Tina Birdie? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Tina Birdie's not in Maestro. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know who it is. It, it just took me a second to connect it to golf. It's Carrie Mulligan. Oh, there you go. Wiger oh, is on the board with damn, Carrie Mulligan. Good. Yes, this loved is Maestro, true. by the way. Yeah, I gotta I see that. I haven't seen. I need I'm to see behind. That I've been watching a bunch of movies, but none of the relevant ones for 2024. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I watched Saltburn and like thought I was so hip, and I was like, oh, I didn't even get nominated for anything. Uh, watch what you dig. Exactly. Yeah, Thank maybe. you. Okay, here we go with the next question. <clears throat> sure, it's a number, but sometimes golfers yell this. Four. Jefferson Dutton takes it. No way. That was Jeff. Yeah, I nailed that one. I know, but I said it first. Okay. Uh, 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 Jeff's got three. Nick's got one. Mike's got a goose egg. How do you feel, Damn Mike? It. I feel bad. Well, a goose is a type of bird, and as I mentioned, birdie earlier. I feel like I'm uh, now uh, starting to get into the golf yeah, vibe. Okay, all right. <laughs> this is funny, too, because usually on this podcast, we're drunk at this point, and I just realized that I'm, I feel sharp as a tack. Yeah, sharp as a tack. <laughs> okay, next question. Adam, baby, these words are quite often followed by the word for this golf club. Driver. Yes, oh, Michael Hanford. Adam and baby are quite often followed by yeah. the word driver. Driver. Hmm. Mini driver. Mike, nice to see you on the board. Okay, next question. It's great to be here. This small wooden pedestal sounds like Tea. an Earl Gr Jefferson is on the board. T. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, this small wooden pedestal sounds like an Earl Grey drink. <laughs> wow. I was not picturing a, like a, a golf tee when you say pedestal. I guess it is a pedestal. It's, yeah. a, it's a small wooden pedestal. <laughs> I had a friend who was a 40-year-old. He hadn't had sex yet. And he was 40. And his friend kept telling him he was putting the pussy on a pedestal. Yeah, <laughs> I I knew this guy. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, he's a good guy. I, I saw him on a TV screen. He did. He did. I saw. I, I so I saw the same TV screen. Um, <laughs> and that's how I know him. And yeah, he ended up. He did end up like ultimately having sex, which oh, is good. great. Oh yeah. yeah, great. It just it took a laid. while, but he figured it out and he found someone that he loved and connected with. That's good. I just hope uh, patches of his chest hair were not missing by the end of the movie. Tim, mm -hmm. you were about to say <laughs> something about a. Question. You just hope that that's your only I hope? Just hope against hope that that's what's happening. Or, yes. Okay. Well, um, next question <clears throat> on the golf quiz. <clears throat> golf quiz. Youch. This slang term for testicle is also a golf term. Ball. Michael Hanford is on the board. Again. <laughs> yeah. The answer on this golf quiz was ball? <laughs> <laughs> it's a golf term. Yeah, ball. Okay, it is. No, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. In golf, they have to swing their club, a driver sometimes, at a ball. Do you think you're going to spend a whole day on a course and not hear the word ball? Come on. No, it's, it's fair. Hey, where's my white sphere? I'm just bitter because Hanford and Jeff are both pulling away. So, Well, this also might be, it is the golf quiz, so maybe a low score is the thing. Wow. Oh, right. oh that would be an interesting turn. <laughs> yeah, that just might be the thing here on the golf quiz. Jeff has four, Mike has two, Weiger has one. Here we go. Next question. Whoa. This golfer's name is similar to the name of an actor John who Dale. found out his sister was his mother. Jack Nicholas. 
Oh. Yes. Jack Nicholson. The answer oh, is Jack Nicholas oh, because right. it's similar to the name of the actor who found out his sister was <laughs> the his golden mother. bear, the silver screen from the end, from the I end of it. Chinatown. I, I heard that whole question. I was, thought it was a real world event. I didn't process that it was happening to a movie character. Like, who, who did that happen to? That's insane. Is that like a silent film era scandal? Wait. Jack Nicholson, the real Jack Nicholson, did grow up thinking he had a young mom. I mean, yeah. no, thinking he had an old sister. Wait, what is he? What did he think? He thought he had an old mom. Wait, that is tr- that's true. Yeah, he grew up thinking his mother was like he grew the person he thought was his sister turned out to be his mother, right. which happened a lot in the old days. And he was like raised by his grandmother, or raised something. by his grandmother, right? Yeah. And wow. thought that was his mother. I never knew this factoid. So isn't it weird that the end of Chinatown with the the yeah. mother sister mother sister that's it's insane. That yeah. is totally wild. You know, it's the type of shit that goes down here on the golf quiz. Okay, next up. <clears throat> Look out below. Tim once made a delivery to this actor's house and saw him angrily pull out a golf club out of his golf bag and walk to a cliff to drive golf balls. Into Jack the Nicholson. Cave. Yes, Michael. There he is. I saw Jack Nicholson at his house in his garage yelling at his housekeeper because he was looking for his driver. And then he found the driver. He pulled it out of the golf bag and he was wearing a he was wearing a bathrobe and he walked off behind the house because he angrily drives golf balls down into the canyon that's wow. like exactly the jack nicholas nicholson i would want to see in his perfect. house like in a robe yelling at somebody like where's my club that pa guy's pulling away <laughs> <laughs> were you tra- was this like a food delivery or were you dropping off like a script or something i was dropping off a birthday present from james l brooks wow yeah. and he was trying to uh, jack was trying to impress the pa Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's putting on a show. But here's what was interesting. It, um, it's Bad Boy Lane, which was like three houses on this one driveway. Yeah, Warren Beatty. And then remember like like old Marlon Brando lived yeah. there in a house that was like, I think, bought for him by Nicholson and Beatty or something. Um, wow. But the house that I went to, this is dark. The The house that Nicholson lives in is the house where the hot tub is. Where the like the Roman Polanski thing happened? Oh my you god! Know, he, he assaulted a sexually assaulted. Oh a yeah, minor. Jesus! He still lives in that house. He still lives in that house, and it's the type of Jeez. thing that comes up on the golf quiz. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, we're in the home stretch here. Youch! This actor once beat up a taxi <laughs> cab with a golf club. Wait, what's that again? Britney Spears. God damn it! This fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this actor once beat up a taxi cab with a golf club. Britney Spears, no? I didn't know that. Is it Joe Pesci? No. Is it in a movie? <laughs> it happened in real life up in the valley. He was angry and he smashed up a taxi cab with a golf Jack club. Jack Nicholson. There you go. Mike Hanford. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. This guy today focuses his anger onto his golf clubs. <laughs> he should he should rewatch anger management is, is my concern. We have one question left and it's mm-hmm. um, uh, Jeff has five. Mike has four. Nick has one. And uh, so I hope you don't tie it up, Mike, because I don't have a tiebreaker question. Ooh. So 
Let's go to the final question. Aw. Jack Nicholson has said that this Royal Tenenbaums actress was the love of his life. Angelica Houston. Oh, I- Jeff wins the golf quiz. Congratulations, Jeff. How do you feel? Oh, nice job, Jeff. Well done, Jeff. <sighs> they were, yeah, they were a little item, weren't they? They, mm-hmm. were, they were married for like 17 years. No, more, that's more than an item, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's had like weird quotes Nick. where where he's like, I think I'm gonna die alone, and like I think the love of my life has passed me by. Like he he was a poonhound his whole life, and now he's just like a lonely old man. Yeah, yeah. that's what happens. Sad. That's the that's the Bill Maher fate. Yeah, Damn. You, you don't you don't ultimately settle down. You turn into you know you end up living at Club Random. <laughs> 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 um, there was a recent Instagram, like a viral clip of Jack Nicholson in an interview in like 1981, like a sit down interview in his house and the, the phone rings and he answers it in the interview and he's like, yeah, I'll come by. Uh, yeah. What, what's for dinner? I'll, yeah. Okay. I'll see you in a bit. And they're like, uh, who, who's that? And he goes, toots. <laughs> and then they're like, who's toots? And he goes, Angelica. <laughs> wow! But he's like very, very. It went viral because he's like very in love when he when he says her name, and he was like getting excited. To, or he he's like, how much longer is this interview going to go? Because I got to go to dinner anyway. The love of his life here on the golf quiz. Congrats, Jeff. Thanks, buddy. Uh, and Thanks, then um, yeah. since I'm the winner, uh, I'm going to bring back Toots. I think yep. that that's like uh, it doesn't need to be derogatory or anything like that. So that's a fun word. I think you know you should be able to call anyone toots. And you're gonna that's gonna be the thing you sort of fight for. That's my new cause. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the best cause, but I, I don't know like either. It's what but he wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won the quiz though, didn't I? So what I say kind of goes. Yeah, that's true. Who am I to say you won the golf quiz? That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys, go to patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys for double the pleasure every week. Dang, I like it. I love it. I love it. I want some more of it. Nick, thanks for being here, dude. Thank you so much for having me. Everyone sign up for the Sloppy Boys Patreon. Support these dudes. Three, three of the funniest dudes around. Hey, um, I like that. I like that. Nick, you read the text I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> We're three of the funniest dudes around. <laughs> read this or I'll, I'll slap you next time I see you. <laughs> uh, and also just the the giving, the theming of the, the podcast and, and this particular episode, I, I would encourage anyone out there who maybe feels like hey maybe i should take a step back from drinking to just like take a month off like it's it's you know you'll you'll be surprised like and how quickly the the time will fly by and you'll feel better on the other end and it may lead to some positive outcomes in your life so you know maybe you missed dry january but we're in february you can start on any day of the month and it doesn't need to be a big to do uh running up to it you can just sort of say like start one day and and take 30 days off and just see see what happens to your brain and body um maybe you'll you'll be happier on the other side that's great advice nick any month can be dry. <laughs> Nick Lager, very funny guy. Love this guy. He's always making jokes. Stick around. We got more episodes of the Sloppy Boys. <laughs> <laughs> He's always making jokes. Comedian. Uh, where can people find you, Nick? Uh, I'm. I just. I. You know. I got the Doughboys podcast with Mitch, and I got the uh, my my podcast get played with Heather Ann Campbell and Matt Apodaca, where we talk about video games. Uh, it's uh, and um, yeah, check out either of those. I'm not really on social media, but uh, always happy to have uh, new listeners. <sighs> 
Well, we miss you on X. We miss you on X. <laughs> yeah, I was a fixture on X for a while. Yeah. Well, you know what? Somebody recently just sent me, uh, they, they stumbled onto the Heathcliff, the new Heathcliff cartoons. Oh, yeah. And, and sent me like a couple of them. I was like, yeah, they're nuts. And I, I think what's happening is it's the son took over from the original Heathcliff guy. Yeah, there's a it's 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 been passed down. I forget the the original. Sorry, the reason I'm was, asking talking to Nick about this is because for the listener, he used to post random Heathcliff uh, cartoons and and comment on them, and I like that. They're total nonsense, and I think the guy has kind of figured out. Um, I, I forget the name of the the current author, but the current author has kind of figured out what that people are kind of liking it. Mm-hmm. Even ironically, he just is sort of kind of leaning into it, so he's yeah, become yeah. a little bit more aware of that. Um, so yeah, uh, like the 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 randomness is perhaps a little bit more intentional than it used to be. Gotcha. But yeah, it, it was this weird like it's this weird sort of Dadaist. Uh, it's turned into this 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 weird Dadaist single panel strip if anyone has has fallen off of Heathcliff and anyone's not still reading the print funny pages um, and it'll be things like like a like a, a you look at just honestly pull up the latest Heathcliff and it's probably something like uh, Heathcliff wearing a helmet uh, sure. that has the word gum on it and then like an old man sitting on a bench saying to a bird um, there he goes again and it's just, what is what is happening? Also, Wiger, we should say where would one f- pull up the latest Heathcliff? Where, where is this all going down? Uh, I think it's on Go Comics. Go Comics. The funny pages. Peter Gallagher is the current author. Yeah, George Gately created it, and and uh, Peter Gallagher is writing it these days. This so okay. So this one that I'm looking up, January 24th is the the day we're recording this, and the this uh, this comic is created that is Heathcliff walking down the street. Uh, with a fishbowl on his head <laughs> and a fish is in it saying bra and two birds are watching the scene unfold. This is a common structure he uses. Something's happening and then two other characters are commenting on it. Uh, and the two birds are saying a close relative of the bro fish. So I guess like bro, blow, if bro fish is a pl- pun on blowfish, that uh-huh. could work, mm-hmm. but I think you'd need like a blowfish in the panel for that to read. But he's taking it like a step further, and right. it just st- seems like word salad. It's like doing a punchline without a setup. Yeah, really. the the one the one just before this, I, I promise not to get too too deep into this, but the one just before <laughs> this uh, on is it's Heathcliff at a an easel, and he is painting a robot, mm-hmm. and there is a robot sitting. Uh, behind him, like sitting for his portrait being painted, and two old ladies are saying as they're watching this, he's the area's foremost robot artist. <laughs> what, like, kind of, what does this have to do with like being a cat who likes to eat out of the garbage? Which is like Heathcliff's assets. You know? we're, we're past that point. Yeah. Fully. I wonder if this is a comment on AI somehow, like AI generated mm. images. But it's, it was going on before that. It's I been know. going on for a while, yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm with you. It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. <laughs> All right, one more. This is two two guys with mustaches and glasses are walking down the street on the sidewalk. They are identical. They look like identical twins. Um, and they are with Heathcliff. And all three of them are wearing shirts that say bro. Mm-hmm. And then two children are watching this from across the street. And the boy says to the girl, this looks like trouble. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this one makes sense. From from January 22nd, we've got outside of a church, uh, there's a priest. Well, first of all, in the church, there's a sign that says peace and love. And Heathcliff, there's a pile of dogs that just got beat up and Heathcliff has his fist raised. So he beat them up. And the priest is standing on, he's holding a Bible. He's standing on the uh, the uh, front of the church and he says, come on, man, to Heathcliff. One of the more sensical ones. It makes sense. It's very good. It, that's like more of a classic sort of jo- like, like, you know, <laughs> smiler of a joke. Well, yeah. Smiler. <laughs> smiler. I'm bending over laughing. At this. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> All right, folks, check out Heathcliff. And, uh, <laughs> hey, and if you want to see funnier things than Heathcliff, come out to Bottle Rocket in Pittsburgh. I'm going to be doing an hour of stand-up there on the February the 3rd. It's going to be a fun one. Wow. Dang. Nice. Hey, good episode, guys. Very Great good. stuff. Thanks, Nick. Very good stuff. Thanks, Thank Nick. Thank you. Bye, folks. Bye. See you next week.